Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash malicious compliance, where OP gets paid to sit around and play board games all day. Our next Reddit post is from Queenie Simmer. Years ago, I worked in the office of a distribution center full of very petty us versus them types. Every July, there was a summer stock sale over the weekend, which was compulsory, but they paid overtime. The office staff wasn't trained to set everything up, so we weren't needed on the floor. So, for several years, we got away with not having to work on Sunday. But one year, the pettiest of the petty women caught wind of us not working on Sunday, and she went to management to demand that we work it too. She said that if everyone has to work all weekend, then that should mean everyone. Our manager told us that we had to work, but since we weren't trained for it, we asked what were we supposed to do. Our job was to answer calls from branches, which were closed on Sunday, and sort out any issues from the day's deliveries, which also didn't happen on Sunday. Our manager insisted, so we said that we would come in, but we were bringing party food and playing Monopoly since there was no work to do. Fine, do what you want, just so long as you're here and in the office. Sunday comes, we stick to our word, and we have a lovely day playing Monopoly, eating treats, and listening to music. I even brought a portable DVD player and we watched a movie. At one point, the HR manager came in and asked us what we were doing, so we explained. I could see her mentally calculating how much overtime we were getting paid just to play board games, and she stalked off to shout at our manager. Meanwhile, we were in the clear. The following year, we didn't have to go in on Sunday, and petty people who moaned about it were told to mind their own business. Down in the comments, Vox Popsicle says, I'm sure that busybody felt better that she insisted you come into work and getting paid just as much as she was for playing board games and snacking. Then OP replies, lol. She looked through the window of the office to check if we were in, and she had that surprised Pikachu face. Our next Reddit post is from Scam Glove. When I was 16, I got my driver's license and a job delivering the newspaper. I had about 225 papers per day and 300 on Sundays. The pay was decent for a kid, and it only took about two hours a day to finish my deliveries. This job was great during the summer, but then school started and it got really hard. I started falling asleep in class and making mistakes. I had to wake up at 4am to deliver the papers, and going to bed early meant that I had a serious case of FOMO because my friends hung out until 8 or 9 every day. So, I asked my boss if I could get out of my six-month contract. He was super cool up until this point, and I honestly thought that he'd let me slide as long as he had a replacement. I was wrong. He treated me like a villain and gave me this whole speech about honoring our commitment and how I need to learn respect for myself. And if I backed out of the contract, then he'd come after me for a bunch of money and fees and penalties. Whatever, I only had two months left in my contract. My mom was super cool and would drive my route for me sometimes, and I went to bed earlier. About two weeks after the contract discussion with my boss, he stopped by my house to tell me about some changes with my route. Yeah, it'll be so great for the customer, because instead of them getting their paper by 6am, they'll get it by 5am. So, you should see an increase in happy customers. Oh, and you'll be getting a small raise, because from now on, the paper won't be delivered to your house on a pallet. Instead, you'll drive to a town 15 minutes away and pick up your papers around mm, 2 a.m. I mean, this guy pitched this to me like it was the greatest news ever. I reminded him that I'm in high school and I can't be waking up at 1 a.m. I told him there is no way that this is better for me. My boss kind of blew off my concerns, so I said, Boss, my contract says the papers will be delivered to my house no later than 4 a.m. 
and that it's my responsibility to deliver them by 6 a.m. That's what I agreed to, and that's what I'm going to do until my contract is up. He again blew me off and said, Oh, yeah, 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 no big deal. We'll get you a new contract with the changes, but the end date will be your original end date, so it's all good. Now, I'll admit that I'm not a super clever kid, but I began to see my way out. I said that I wasn't going to sign a new contract, and that I'd recently been taught that it's important to honor the deals that we make, and how important it was that I follow through with my commitments. My boss could hear the sarcasm dripping off my words, and he thought that he could power trip me into compliance. He got mad and threatened to fire me if I don't sign a new contract. I actually laughed at him and said, that'd be great. I was a bit of a turd to him at this point, and I told him that if the paper showed up on my driveway before 4am, then I'd deliver them, but if not, then I would consider it a breach of contract, and I would have to terminate my relationship with the newspaper. My boss fired me, which put me in a great mood. It was actually my mom who was furious that they'd pull these changes on a high school kid trying to make an honest buck. I was just glad that I never had to deliver another paper. The only fallout that I witnessed was my boss being forced to deliver my route. My super petty and hilarious response was to occasionally wake up early enough to watch him deliver our paper. I'd smile and wave and go back to bed laughing, lol. Honestly, OP, this guy was relying entirely on intimidation. Like, suppose you had broken the contract and he took you to court. How did he expect it to go? Your Honor, it's critically important that my underage employee wake up at 1am to do my work for me. I don't care if he's falling asleep and missing school. His work is more important. After all, you have to honor your commitments. Any judge in America would have laughed that guy out of the courtroom. Our next Reddit post is from Panthermal Underwear. I got my first part-time job in a cafe starting when I was 16 years old. As jobs go, it was pretty good. It was minimum wage, of course, but the owner was flexible with schedules, we got discounted food, and my coworkers were generally lovely people. The only issue that I had working there occurred when I turned 18. In my country, the UK, minimum wage is set at one level for 16 to 17 year olds, but it rises by about 30% for 18 year olds. We were always paid cash in hand weekly, so I knew that things weren't exactly kosher. But when my first pay envelope came after my 18th birthday, I was still surprised to not see my pay bump. Thinking it was an oversight, I informed the owner that I hadn't received my pay increase, but they just waved their hand and said, Oh, no, minimum wage is discretionary, in this matter-of-fact way. Trust me, it is. I can't pay you anymore, but you're free to try your luck elsewhere. So, that's exactly what I did. Me and my colleague, who had also just turned 18, found a new place paying more than double our current wage within a few weeks. The only issue with this new job was that I was asked to start with only a few days notice on a weekend that I was scheduled to work. I called the owner to tell him I found a new role and I could work my other shifts, but not my weekend shift. My boss said the notice period was two weeks, to which I responded, Oh, no, my notice period is discretionary. My boss did not like that and told me not to bother coming back. That was the last I heard of them until a few months later, when I received a letter informing me the government was investigating them on my behalf for unpaid wages. It turns out that a colleague that I told about minimum wage not being discretionary left and contacted the government. A couple of weeks later, I received my check from the owner in the mail, and I found out that within a few months, the cafe had to close and let all their staff go because of unpaid taxes. 
And all this happened just because they didn't want to pay me an extra £4.83 per hour. Down in the comments, we have this story from I'm a Stick. When I was 16 and working at a Togo's, my paycheck was short because I wasn't paid for my recent overtime. When I asked the owner about it, she explained that overtime was either over 8 hours a day or over 40 hours a week. And she, as the owner, got to pick which one applied. I gave her a very confused look, so she proceeded to explain that 30 years ago she worked at a job where they worked 3 shifts of 10 hours each. And she didn't get paid overtime because the owner had chosen 40 hours a week. She neglected to mention the job required them to sign a paper allowing the business to pay them that way. She rambled on for a good 5 minutes, all of it pure nonsense. When she saw that I was still confused, she asked condescendingly, How can you possibly still be confused? I replied with, because according to California state law, and she cut me off with, oh, we're going by the law now, are we? I replied, yeah, aren't we? She rolled her eyes and said that she would ask her lawyer. A few days later, I asked what he said, and she begrudgingly admitted that I was right. I expected to see the money on my next paycheck, but of course, it wasn't there. It took me a few weeks to muster up enough courage to demand that overtime money, but before I could, she died. So I decided to just drop it. It was only like 12 bucks anyway. This was the same lady that told me workers' comp didn't exist and was a myth. So I had better not go to the ER when I sliced my hand open and blood was running down my arm. I told her I broke my nose at my last job, and wouldn't you know it, everything was paid for because, gasp, workers' comp does exist. She said that was different. I really did hate her. Our next Reddit post is from Naramix. When I was in 8th grade, my dad got my midterm report that said that I had an F in math class. My dad told me that I was grounded until the end of the month. I said, so no phone, no TV, no computer, right? That's right. Until the end of the month? Exactly. Okay. (laughs) The next day, my dad found me on my computer playing games. What the hell are you doing? Didn't I say you were grounded? I smiled and nodded. Yeah, until the end of the month. The end of the month was yesterday. Today's the first. My dad called me a smartass and threatened to ground me longer. In the end, I spent a week reading books and listening to music, and my punishment was forgotten about. OP, I think I know where you got your terrible math skills from. Our next Reddit post is from Mrs. Sadia. So, I work at a day spa with a full hair salon, and we just opened back up for services due to shutdowns at the beginning of this month. We have strict capacity limits mandated by the government that include not allowing anyone in who doesn't have an appointment. We're currently slammed. Every single day we've been booked solid, and hair between three hairstylists is booked solid until late August. And that's even with them working overtime. If we get a cancellation, it fills up the same day, sometimes within an hour. So a woman had booked an appointment to get her hair done, and she also booked her sister to get her hair done as well. She was lucky to get a spot because there'd been a cancellation. She called this past Tuesday, and the conversation was as follows. Hello, thanks for calling our spa. How may I help you? Hi, yes, I have an appointment for my sister and I to get our hair done for my wedding this Saturday. Ah, yes, I see that here. Okay, I need to cancel my sister's hair, but instead, she and a friend are going to come in at the same time to take pictures of me getting ready. Oh, I'm sorry, but unfortunately, we're under strict capacity limits, so anyone who isn't booked for an appointment isn't permitted to come in. 
since your sister is booked with your stylist after your appointment, you would actually have to exit the building before she could even enter the building. Are you serious? This is ridiculous. Cancel my appointment as well. Yeah, I'm so sorry. She hung up on me. So I canceled her appointment and I wrote lots of notes and made sure the rest of the desk staff as well as the owners and the stylist were aware of the situation. I'll admit that we all had a bit of a chuckle at her tantrum because we don't think she realized how hard it would be for her to get an appointment on a weekend at this late notice. Not to mention that every other salon is under the same rules as we are. We thought that was that and the empty slot got filled up the same day. Fast forward a few days and I get a call. Hi, do you have any appointments this Saturday for a bridal updo? I'm so sorry, but we're booked solid for Saturday. Huh, okay, thank you. As I hung up, I looked at the caller's display, and it was the client who canceled calling from her sister's phone. I confirmed the name and phone number in our booking system. It was the exact same one. I was losing my mind. It seems like they did indeed try to book somewhere else, and they had no luck, so they tried calling us back. Congratulations, you played yourself because you threw an adult temper tantrum the week of your wedding. Down in the comments, we have this story from Thousand Trees. A lady in my knitting group owns a salon, and some of the stories she's told us about things customers say to her staff are out of this world. One of my favorites is the clients who can't possibly wear a mask for health reasons. Then they get told that if that's the case, then the only time they can come in is before opening or after closing because they have to be the only client to reduce potential exposure. That means these clients have to come in either before 7 a.m. or after 9 p.m. It turns out that most of these people can wear a mask after all. I love how these anti-maskers are like, this is my God-given right to not wear a mask and no one will infringe it. But if my principles slightly inconvenience me, then really it's not that big of a deal. That was our slash malicious compliance. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.